This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Whew, this week was very, very intense for me. Like, I don't know what was going on uh, mentally and emotionally, but it was just, it was really rough. And, I mean, I got through it the best that I could, but, man, it was it was something else. Like, I, I, I've been drained, I've been frustrated, I've been hurt, I've been bothered just off rip. Um, and then on top of, you know, other things that have been going on, it's closer um to Kennedy's birthday. So I know that's a lot of reason why I'm, I'm moody, but I try to level that out um, and have uh, some understanding with myself to, uh, let me not say, well, yeah, have understanding, but give myself also room to attempt to grieve, if that makes sense. But it's just, it's been crazy. Um, the kids' energy has been very aggressive towards each other, just arguing and uh I had to really like sit everybody down and just tell them like look well I I'm about to start giving the same energy. Like I'm a, I'm I'm getting ready to whatever y'all do, I'm gonna do because the way that it's going right now is is not correct. And what I mean by that is like it's constant arguing, it's constant bickering, it's constant trying to prove each other wrong and stuff like that, but they're only looking at it from them two, you know, or, or, cause it's mainly the older two. And then, you know, very seldomly do the, the younger two get involved in the shenanigans. But the point is, is the point is I try to talk them through everything, right? I try to be calm. I try to be understanding. I definitely make sure that I'm not taking my hurt and frustrations, um, like about my adult life out on them. So even though they're doing things that is creating chaos in the house or unnecessary chaos and unnecessary bad energy in the house, um, I give them that, um, I give them that freedom to feel however they feel. But once it starts spilling over into how you treat me, then now I have to step in. Because it's simple things like they're arguing about chores, arguing about what to watch on TV. Um, so when it's time for me to cook, I don't have dishes to use to cook. When it's time for us to do something, you know, Nobody has clothes because you wash, you wash. I'm going to wash my own stuff. I'm going to wash, like, it's just, it's it's crazy. And I know that sounds little, but as a as a parent, when you, when you are trying to, to create a better environment for your kids, you have to, like, I let things go so often, like, just like, all right, let me see how they're going to handle it and stuff like that. But once it starts building up and it's the same argument and nobody's learning anything, that's when I step in. 
And so um, the girls are here. The girls been here for a couple. Uh, well, I want to say a couple, but if you follow the podcast, the girls are my goddaughters um, and I'm helping raise them. And this week was very, very uh, difficult. Um, potty training the older two year old, trying to help the the younger two year old um, be more independent, and the one year old is starting to to move around to get into stuff, and it's no problem. It's not their responsibility. I don't I don't put that on them. Um, but I'm human, right? I'm human, so I'm going to want to break. And sometimes, like, they'll see me frustrated or they'll see me trying to do something. They'll see me trying to to get, like, a quick nap or and, and I have to, like, almost beg for them to just grab the girls for 10 minutes. Grab the girls so I can get in the shower. Um, and it's not, again, it's not their responsibility, but I just feel like I go out of my way to assist everyone in this house. And they should be able to do those simple things, right? They should be able to. They should be able to help with the simple things, um, so that I can get dinner done. I can, like take a quick shower, um, just have a quick moment to myself, yada yada, whatever. But nobody helps, or nobody offers to help unless, like, I'm yelling, like, "Yo, come get them for a few minutes," like. The, the girls will be wilding out for a while and nobody won't, nobody won't move. And again, I don't expect like them to help me in the sense of like they're grown. They didn't, they didn't take this responsibility and I did. Right. It was something that we discussed, but for the most part, it's a, uh, all right, I see dad tired. I know he got, I know he got to cook. I know he got to, you know, do stuff for the business. I'm going to chill with my god sisters for 10, 15 minutes, let them get his mind right. And it's just constant. So I had to sit them down and like, I, I, it's not working. Like the lesson is not, it's not sinking into you guys to where you do what you're supposed to do. I do what I'm supposed to do. And we just keep it pushing. Everybody just feels like I'm supposed to do everything for them. Everybody feels like, um, I'm supposed to be all and nobody is supposed to help me. So I told them, same as I told my group chat, I'm no longer the bigger person. It's 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 tiring. It's not conducive to my health. Not saying that I'm about to just rain chaos or anything, but I'm I'm 100% giving you the energy that you give me. I don't care if you're my kid. I don't care if you're my friend. I don't, I don't, whatever energy you give me is what I'm going to give back because I'm tired of going over and beyond trying to keep the peace, trying to keep the frequencies aligned and, and everything on track. And I'm tired. My mind is, is, is heavy. My heart is heavy and that's nobody's responsibility. I put that on myself, right? I, I make sure that I keep that on me. I work on that, but I'm, um, I'm not letting people dump on me no more. I like, I'm, I'm not even my kids. So I sat them down and I explained to them like, yo, 
Like, y'all don't ask me, do I need help with anything? Especially the older two, they're teenagers now, right? As a teenager, you know what time it is. If dad going to cook, make sure the kitchen clean. If we going to go somewhere, I got to make sure that we have clothes. Make sure we do our, you know, our regular chores. Like, I don't make them clean up nothing that is outside of spaces that they mess up. But it was heavy. I sat them down. I said, hey, I feel a way. I feel disrespected. I feel like everybody is depending on me to do everything and nobody's, like, even offering assistance. I said, so from this point forward... Whatever energy you give me is what I give you. Don't ask me for extras. Don't ask me, you know, nah, whatever whatever fun you was already going to have, that's what you're going to have. I'm not going over and beyond. I'm not giving you the extras until you learn how to treat me with respect. And not even, I don't even want to say respect because it's not that they're disrespecting me. They're in their... And their testosterone fight with each other is affecting the household, is is essentially what's going on. But I had to to sit them down and, and tell them that so they could understand that, all right, this is real life. In real life, you 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 kind of don't get to do what you like 100 percent what you just want to do. Like, and if you do, that's fine, but there's always consequences to that when you don't take your surroundings and other people uh, into account with your actions, right? So I just told him that was what it was. It was a little bit more aggressive than what I'm saying here, but like, I don't want, even want to get on that level of of aggression that I was in that moment, but it was just a frustrating thing. Um and I tell them, like I tell you guys, like, let's talk. Like, we 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 have family meetings. Like, you're free as long as you don't yell, as long as you don't cuss at me. You're free to, to speak or you're free to speak your piece, period. Just don't don't cuss at me and don't make it a, a tough thing. Just say what you have to say. Um, I'm going to try to to respect and understand what what you're trying to say and and uh, get your point of view but if that if it's still not logical and it's still and in, in not logical even to their level not mine but to their level of understanding then not nah, we that's it you gonna listen to what I'm saying but before I had even before I'd even got to that you know I always I always let them know hey you can tell me whatever. We could talk about whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Just like I tell you guys, the DMs are always open. Um, Poetic Properties on Twitter, Poetic Properties Podcast on IG, comment on the YouTube, whatever. Have the same open door policy with my kids. Holler at me. Like, don't let, don't, don't create chaos to the point that I have to intervene. And then now everybody's mad when you could have just came to me and said, yo, this was going on, blah, 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 blah. Like it's not, that's not a good way to operate. Um, I'm, I'm very, I'm very much so a person who doesn't like conflict or, or chaos that creates a level of emotion um, 
that's going to have a fight, like a physical fight or just any type of fight of, uh, of that. So I've learned that before I respond to anything, I breathe, right? I, I, I breathe. Excuse me. I breathe. Because, again, being a person that I'm going to give you the energy that you give me, I'm still a teacher. I'm still a person of understanding. I'm still a person that is trying to better my surroundings and help better, you know, the people's surroundings that I care for. So I don't want to, no matter what the argument is, I personally don't want to respond without taking that breath because if I'm on the, the, the vibe of energy for energy, but you need help, I want to be able to help. I want to be able to to hear what you're saying before I respond. Even if it's at a, even if it's disrespectful, even if it's mean, I want to be able to make the right decision. Like I told y'all last week, I was challenged with I was challenged heavily last week in conversation and that deep breath really helped me not respond in a way that would take away my freedom. That deep breath really reminded me of how fast that we move through everything, right, in life. Like a lot of us, a lot of us are just moving, we're not learning, we're not listening. We're not doing anything. We're just living life because we want to be, we want to have a better life than our parents. We want to have a better life than our friends. We want to live the life that social media says we have to live. We're not learning anything. A lot of people depend on social standards to, to teach them to get to the, the next space. It depends on that. What should I be doing by this age? What should I be doing by by that age? What type of job should I have? When should I have kids? Should I have kids? Should I not have kids? Nobody knows how to think and be who they are for themselves. Right? So that breath is an obstacle. And those obstacles are necessary. Because something has to slow you down to make you focus on learning yourself. Make you focus and learn how to listen to yourself. Because we are so competitive. We're so competitive by nature as human beings that we just going to keep going. We just going to keep moving. It doesn't matter. Like I, like, I, like I personally say, keep going, keep moving, keep pressing. Your journey is what it's meant to be. But the flip side of that is those obstacles are necessary because you're moving too fast. When I say keep going, keep pressing, keep moving, I'm hoping that you are learning something. So as you're moving on, you're not experiencing the same hurt. You're not experiencing the same pain. You're not going through the same situations because you've learned from those. A lot of us, it takes a, a, a few rounds. It takes a few rounds for you to believe that 
that the decision that you're making is is right or wrong. And I don't fault you for that. It took me a while to get to the space that I am to be able to to accept those obstacles. It took me a while to to understand that I you moving too fast. You're not listening to the to to your intuition. You're not listening to your heart. You're not listening to your body. So because you won't, this obstacle is placed in front of you to to stop you. That deep breath is 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 necessary to stop you from uh, from ruining something, right? Whether it's relationship, work, whatever. That deep breath is necessary. Those obstacles are necessary. We often complain, oh, my God, it's so hard to do this. Um, I wish it was a little bit easier. Um, It's taking me so long to get here. What are you learning? What are you learning? While you're climbing that mountain, while you're running that trail that's so hard and it keeps getting you down and it keeps bothering you and you can't seem to get a promotion, you can't seem to get in a good relationship, you and your kids are... Uh, are having a bad relationship, you and your family, like, what are you learning? Are you taking the time to say, okay, I'm bugging or nah, what I feel is valid. And I gotta, I gotta stand on that. Are you uh, at work asking, Hey, I keep getting looked over for this promotion. What's, what's going on? Am I, is it something that I'm missing that I don't know? Or are you just continuing to apply, 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 even though you're getting turned down? What are you doing? Are you taking that time? Are you are you taking those 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 failures and those flaws? Are you are you getting a notebook and writing it down? Hey, I this is what I feel like I can get better at. This is what I need to do to to be in a position that I want to be in in my life again, work creative relationship whatever it is by nature we're we move so fast on everything everything and we're not listening to the one person that has everything we need to get by which is ourselves it's necessary we just like we're moving on heartache, headache, and depression, and vibes. And at some point, we have to put ourselves in a better starting position. And by doing that, it's really taking note of the obstacles that was already placed before you. Those obstacles that that got you to today. Did you learn from it or are you going to spend the next uh, uh, 5, 10, 15 years relearning those or, or redoing those obstacles? Are you going to keep on getting in the same relationships? I told y'all before, for me, that was one of my things. Like I felt like I couldn't be alone, right? Like, and it was it was bad. And so there was no transition into the, there, there was no no break in in between the bad relationships it was just a transition 
I love very hard. I love very fast because it's necessary for me. I got to show you who I am so you can let me know early enough. Is this what you want? But I didn't learn. And I said this a few, uh, not a few, but to, when I very first like created this podcast, I said my last relationship was an obstacle. It took that relationship for me to realize because I really wanted that relationship. Like that, like, like that was the one for me, right? It went bad, but it took for that to go bad for me to, 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 to realize, stop. Something's not right. I don't care what was done to me. Something's not right with me that I'm not seeing and that's causing me to continue to keep going, keep pressing, keep moving without learning, without listening, without hearing. So I had to stop. I had to tell myself, I had to tell myself, Hey, it's something, it's something wrong. Like I know what happened in those relationships, but I couldn't fix it. Because I'm just going off heartaches, headaches, depression, and vibes. But I don't need to get into a new relationship now. It took that last relationship for me to see, all right, stand still. Stand still. Take the time. Be who you want to be. It'll happen. You don't need to be with nobody. Not necessary. And so I, st- I, I stood still. Simple as that. I'm going to continue to stand still. Because I got to learn a lesson. I got to pay attention to the relationships that I'm in. I have to pay attention to what's being said to me. I have to pay attention to what's being done to me. And I have to evaluate that no matter how how hard or how bad it may hurt. Because the evaluation might result in I never speak to that person again. But it's necessary. I'm very much a person. I'm very much a a giving person. Like, I love to love. I just, like, that's just something about me. But I've been doing it wrong for so many years that now it seems like I'm selfish. It seems like I don't care about other people. It seems that, like, I'm cool with, with just being alone and yada, yada, whatever. That's not the case. I just learned myself enough to be cool with where I'm at in life. I'm still a person who loves loving. I'm still a person who loves to give, but I'm going to do all that for me first. Because I can't depend on people to give it to me how I need it. You see what I'm saying? They, they, like, love is returned how, like, love is returned in the form of an assumption. You are giving me what you assume that I want and or need. Whereas I'm taking my time to understand who you are so that I can love you how you need to be loved. So I could cherish and, 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 and gift you and uh, give you uh, advice in a way that you understand it and that you need it, not in a way that I want to give it to you. Like I live, I live in that space of trying to please people. But as time has has passed and I'm 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 getting older, 
I'm understanding that people are not taking that time to do the same. And so these these sessions come off as me being selfish, and that's not it at all. It's that I want you to love, and I want you to give, and I want you to be excited and be happy around people. But if you are not, I want you to give that that you would give to everybody else, to yourself. Or else you're going to be moving so fast and then something's going to happen. That obstacle is going to come and it's going to break you down like that. You're going to be confused. Why do I feel like this? Why am I so mad? Why do I feel like I don't have love? Why do I feel like my friends are this? Why do I feel like my because you're not paying attention. You're being dependent on someone else to get you through that next moment. You're depending on someone to love you so that you can love someone else. You're depending on someone to feed you so you can feed someone else. When if you feed yourself first and you love yourself first, when when it doesn't come from the outside, it doesn't bother you. You can be who you're supposed to be. Those 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 trials and those tribulations, like it's lessons in that. I said before, it sucks that that's just how life is. You got to struggle so hard to get, you know, to the next step. And it's not fair, but life isn't fair. But what are you learning during, during those times? What are you learning during that that struggle? What are you doing? What are you what are you what are you setting aside to make sure you don't go through that again? Like what's in your bunker? Is it still empty? Like you've been through that same relationship. Is your bunker not filled with understanding? Like, all right, this is the type of person I cannot allow myself to stay with. Because, of course, you don't know people are who they are until at least six months into a relationship or conversation. And they can present to you something that they are not because that's just human nature to for everybody to have a representative. It just is what it is. But once you see those those red flags and those triggers that you've experienced in previous relationships, are you saying to yourself, I got to get out of this? Or are you like, oh, no, this ain't the same person. This is a different situation. Uh, let's see where it goes. And then you end up in a situation where it goes exactly where you knew it was. And now you're frustrated and I can't keep a relationship. And, you know, this keeps happening to me and uh, men ain't this and uh, women are that. And No, it's you. You're not paying attention. You attracting that. It's your fault. Because you're attracting it. And when you're noticing it, you're thinking that it's something that's going to be changed each time. And a lot of that has to do with societal standards of you got to be in a relationship by this point. You got to have kids by this point. You got to buy a house at this point. And so you're just trying to find you're trying to find it. You are put here on earth to do one thing, and that's to be yourself. Not what nobody else thinks you're supposed to be or how you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to be. You are here on earth to be yourself. And in order to be yourself, you have to learn and you have to listen to yourself. You have to. It's hard. It, it, I'm telling you, it took me it took me 
so very long to get to this point of I have to be who I am meant to be, not what I was quote unquote taught to be, not what society says I should be, not what, you know, a relationship says I should be, not what the kids say I should be, but me, who am I? Who am I? The conversation is necessary to have with yourself. Who are you? What do you want to do? What do you like? What do you believe in? What do you don't believe in? What are you against? You got to figure that out. You got to stand on it. You got to understand that it might cause conflict in friendships. It might cause conflict in social life. It might cause conflict in your entire life. But if you stand on that and you are coming from a place of peace, it doesn't matter. Don't compromise who you are for anything. It's not worth it. Even in relationships, don't compromise who you are for the sake of quote unquote love. Don't do it. I'm not saying don't compromise overall, but never compromise who you are in no situation whatsoever, unless there's a gun to your head. If it's not a life or death situation, you should you shouldn't be switching up. You should be able to be who you are in every single surrounding circle, whatever that you are in. You should be able to be who you are. Yeah, work, you can't be wilding out, cussing, yada, yada, whatever, if if you have a job that you can't do that at. But that still shouldn't change who you are overall. Yeah, you're going to talk to your girl different than you talk to your boys. But if if everybody, if, if your employer, your kids, your parents, your friends, your social media friends was all in the same room, Nobody should be able to tell the difference in you as a person. Yeah, the stories that they know or the things that they know about you. Yeah, that's going to be different. But you should be able to 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 have learned yourself and listened to yourself so much that you are solid on who you are. So you're able to deliver that person. Wherever you at. Wherever you are. You should better be that. And so when I'm saying keep moving, keep pressing, keep going. I hope you're 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 understanding that. Those lessons are supposed to come with you. Right. Those memories are supposed to come with you. We talked about forgiving talking about forgiving a few weeks ago and the necessity of uh, forgiving yourself. It's necessary. But in that process, you got to figure out what you did to yourself. You got to figure out how you let yourself be in those types of situations. You got to figure out why you stayed in that situation. You got to figure out when you were aware of who that person was, you went into that situation. You knew it was going to end in pain. So you got to hold yourself accountable. Like I knew that was going to hurt I knew it. I saw it. But it was so enticing and it was so uh, uh, it looked so good that I, I, I went anyway. I can't blame you for that. Right. So when, when I'm telling you your journey is what it's meant to be, it is. But are you learning? Yeah, we're taught like don't let the 
the the obstacles slow you down and don't let them make you give up and that no let them slow you down because you about to be in a wreck like it's a it's a complete train wreck ahead 20 more feet when an obstacle comes accept it figure out what it is why it is Learn it. All right, cool. Got it. Went right, should have went left. Went down, should have went up. Got it. You got to be able to avoid uh, a collision at all costs. You have to. It's going to take you a while. It's going to take you a while to understand yourself. And again, I'm saying you, whatever you believe in. It's different than what I believe in. It's different than what the next person. But whatever you believe is peace. Whatever you believe is love. Whatever you believe is happiness, is joy. Whatever you believe, you have to get there. And if you're a person that just loves chaos, love your chaos. But learn from it. I mean, the, 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 the world requires balance. So I'm starting there's people out there that, that enjoy chaos. But I hope even in, 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 in the chaos, when you as a person that's filled with chaos, when you get those moments of positivity, I hope you're learning from that. I hope you are. Because it's necessary. It's important that that we accept what it is. You've seen who that person was. Everybody told you who that person was. It was just enticing to you, so you had to go see for yourself. And now you bought up in a corner crying because you refuse to not only listen to, to people, which, all right, cool. You got to learn for yourself. But even when you saw the thing that hurt you in that person, you still kept going. Because you would rather have that level of hurt than to be by yourself. You would rather allow your kids to continue to fight each other or you create chaos in the house because you want to be the good parent. You would continue to allow people to overload you at work and make you stay and do all this stuff without increasing pay because you want to be a good employee. Because that's what we were taught to be from the time we were born till now where we are taught to do everything for everybody else. When you're laying there and, and you have that feeling like this ain't who I am. And you think it's uh, no, I'm wild. You're not wilding. Your 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 body and your mind is telling you, fam, what are you doing? You know you don't feel like this for real. Stop being afraid to be by yourself. I I, I talk about isolation. And I'll talk about it as long as I have air in my body, because it's necessary. Isolation is is not meant. To be a long-term thing, right? It's a, it is a it is a thing that is supposed to allow you free time to evaluate yourself, 
to come up with a plan of how you want to move and how you want others to move around you. So as I sit in my isolation, I know what type of relationship I want. I know how I want the kids to to be. I know how I want myself to be. I know the freedom that I allow in my household. I know the conversations that I'm willing to have in my household to make sure that everybody is feeling um, good about who they are and everybody feels free to be who they are. When I was younger, nah. I'm just moving on to the next relationship. I'm, I'm moving on to the next job. I'm not doing no exit interviews. I'm not, like, if I'm getting let go, I got let go. If I feel like I don't want to work, I, all right, I'm moving to the next job. Not learning nothing. But I got to stand still. This job right here right now, it ain't the people or or whatever. It's It's the field that I don't like. But I'm not going to get up and uh, just dip out because I've done that before. And when I've done it before, it took me a while to get back. I had to, I had to think about that. So every time, like right now, I have a plan, right? I have a plan because I didn't have one before. That obstacle came to where I, I, had, I had bills, but I didn't have the money. That's an obstacle. I had to stop. All right, yeah, you hate working for these people. What you going to do about bills? You know what, self, you right. Got to stick it out until I find the next situation that uh, fits me better than this one. So if, it, if I can't find a situation that fits me better with uh, the time and the pay, I'm here. But it took me to go through not having to understand the necessity that you have to endure some pain sometimes. You have to endure some uncomfortability sometimes to get to the next thing. You have to. But in that, what are you learning? What are you or are you are you paying attention? Like, Are you paying attention to what's going on in your life or are you waiting for somebody to tell you? Like I, I see so many people go through bad relationships, right? And in my mind, I'm like, like I'd be frustrated. Like, why you won't leave? And I remember what I had to go through to know I could be by myself. I'm I'll never forget the day that I realized, oh shit, you did it. You could do it. My mind has never been the same since. Like, when I became a single parent, I initially, like, I was scared because, again, I had never been a single parent. Right? I seen it. I've been a, I've, I, I, I've been a child of a single parent. Um... And I know, you know, I have a couple friends that had to deal with that. But I was I was never a single parent. I was scared. And so I was willing to kind of do everything to make sure that that never happened. But I was ruining myself. I was ruining, like, not only was I, uh, I ruining my mental, I was ruining my spirit. I was ruining my energy because... I don't want to be a single parent. I can't do it. It's going to be too hard. 
and then I did it, and then I survived, and then things start going smooth. And I say now the 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 one of the best and worst things to happen to me is that I successfully raised my boys dolo. So now when it comes to relationships of any kind, I'm skeptical. Because once I start depending on people, if that if, if you let me down, once I start depending on you, then I'm going to start feeling a way about you. Things going to start to shift because I did it before. It wasn't easy. It's not easy. But I did it and I showed myself that. This is who you are. You're going to figure it out. You're going to make a way out of no way. This is just an obstacle to slow you down so that you can learn what you're supposed to be doing. No matter what happens in my life, no matter what relationship that I'm in or not, I know that I can do what I'm supposed to do for my kids. I know that I can do what I'm supposed to do for myself. I laugh all the time. I be telling my group chat sometimes, like, yo, I braid hair, do locks, cut hair, sew clothes, cook, like everything that society says a woman should do for me, I know how to do. And so that takes the need out of the relationship. So if I'm talking to you, if I'm flirting with you, if I'm trying to be with you, it's because I want you. I don't need you. The moment that I, I get into another relationship, I had to learn this. When you get into a relationship based off need, once that need is fulfilled, that relationship is going to be over. And you're going to be seeking another thing that you need. But if I know me well enough where in, in, in my work life, in my creative life, in my parental life, in my uh, romantic life, if I know me well enough, well enough, I'll never operate on need again. That's all I want. So I'm going to put in that effort because I want to be a parent. I want this job. I want to create this thing. I want this relationship. And I'm going to keep on trying to keep it because it's something that I want. But it took those obstacles to slow me down for me to realize, yo, stop. It's not the need you're taught. Like, oh, you got to deal with needs, deal with needs, deal with needs. No one talks about when that need is fulfilled. How miserable you become because you don't know what to do. How confused you become because you don't understand. Because you put need as the first thing on your list of relationships, of jobs, of of how you want to move. You're not thinking like, well, dang, when that's fulfilled, what's next? I want to fulfill every need that I can for myself. Consistently, so that I don't need nothing. So that I can move in peace, so that I could I could learn myself enough so that I could spend my time teaching. I'm gonna teach you how to love me. I'm gonna teach you how to respect me. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna learn how to respect you. And I'm hoping that uh uh we become reflections of each other in in a way that 
we learn and we're able to successfully move forward. Uh, like my son, he don't talk at all. Uh, uh, my 13 year old, my twin. He don't talk. He don't tell you how he doing. He don't tell you how his day was. He'll talk to you about anime or, or, uh, robots or animation or something like that. But as far as his feelings, he won't talk. And I understand that. So every now and then I, Hey, you good? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. You don't say nothing, but I learned if I sit around him long enough, if I watch the same shows as him, if I if I put him on things that I'm interested in, and 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 also listen to the things that he's interested in, I'll learn something. He'll say something without knowing he's saying it. You know, certain things that he say that certain things that he says and how he say say it. I know if he's okay or not. And then I'll leave him alone. But it took the obstacle of, boy, what's wrong with you? Why are you walking around here so mad? Nobody done nothing to you? Mm. Why am I I talking to him like this? Why am I so mad that he won't talk? Understanding. Like I have these sessions and and, and I'm honest. I'm not perfect. Yeah, boy, you in there building a bomb? What What is going on? But then now I start knocking on his door, allowing him to say, come in or not. I, I, I ask instead of tell. My opinion is this, or my advice is this, my suggestion is this. I don't tell, I don't demand. And little by little, he expresses himself, himself, himself. But those roadblocks are necessary for us to get to that point. We we get so frustrated as humans, we get mad, like, dang, I can't believe this. I can't believe that this is coming in front of me. And I feel like every time I'm going through this, the same thing. But we never stop and realize that that same thing that that we keep saying is happening is because of us because we're not listening. There is no way you should be going through the same thing for five, six, seven, eight years. You want to be there and you want to you want to be able to you be there and you want to be able to complain about it because that's the lifestyle that you want. That's not how life should work. Like if you're going through something like right now, right? I'm like, again, it's my podcast. I can give it up. It's a certain, it's a certain time of year for me that my finances are horrible. Like completely just, it doesn't matter what I try to do. It's horrible, right? But what was happening is every time I got a lump sum of money, it just seemed like everyone needed help. And I was just giving, 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 giving. I mean, my tax money, overtime money, giving, 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 giving. But then when that time came around, it's every year. And I have nothing. And I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. 
And not one time until maybe three years ago was I like, yo, stop giving people money. Like, stop helping people. What are you doing? Like, you know you're going, you know this time of year it gets it gets hectic. Put that to the side. And then if you have leftover, then you could be the giver, right? But I had to go through it because in my mind, you know, it's better to give than receive. You got to help people when you see them down if you could help. But when I need help, because I'm doing, um, because I'm maneuvering like this, because this is what I was taught just in life in general, when I need, now I'm mad because it's not being reciprocated. I got to beg, I got to kick, I got to scratch for it, or nobody has it when I need it. And it's like, I had it, but I gave it away. Sometimes we pray for blessings and we pray for the come up and we pray for these, all these good things and we have it and we get it and we receive it, but we give it away immediately. That was yours. You asked the universe for that six months ago. And yeah, you found a way to get through that moment that you needed to get through, but you got it and you gave it away and now you need it. Because you refuse to you refuse to pay attention to those roadblocks. You refuse to pay attention to the thing that's supposed to teach you. As human beings, it's funny because a lot of times we we think that the lesson is for somebody else. Like in the position that I am on this podcast and uh, well, the position that I am on this podcast where I'm just giving up and having these sessions with you guys free in my mind and hopefully helping you get through things that you are going through mentally. If you don't take if you don't for me, if you don't take the road that I took in understanding myself, I don't understand that half of the stuff that I'm speaking to you guys is also for me. So often I listen back to the podcast. I'm like, dang, I didn't even realize I said that. I take note. I speak from a place of pain, understanding, logic, and peace. I hear with the intention to learn, even from myself. I listen to my poetry albums to to and I hear the pain that I was in. I hear the the pain that I'm in uh, with my health, with my relationships, with my parenting, with things that I want. I hear it and I learn from it. I listen back to these podcasts. I hear the lessons that I'm trying to help you guys with to to get through uh your mental health stuff. I hear it. I take note of it because the the obstacle was going to come and I need to have something to fight with. I need to have something to believe in. So I got to keep working on myself. I got to keep doing it. So for me, as I'm sitting in my depression and I'm in, in, in sitting and just anxious for nothing, I'm, I'm continuing to feed myself to try to fight it. It's not up to y'all. It's not up to nobody to understand. It's not up to that. It's up for me to understand, okay, on this journey, no matter what nobody says, no matter what nobody does, they cannot help you with the chemical imbalance in your body. They can't. And you can't just sit here 
and be mad with them because they're mad that you can't communicate properly. They're mad because you can't feel properly. They're mad because you're taking the time to understand to uh, uh, to understand your peace, to protect your peace. Like seriously, not like they say on social media, but in real life. It's hard for me to say, you know what, you're affecting who I am, so you have to get away from me because you're not trying to understand. You don't care to understand. You want me to look at everything from your perspective and you refuse to understand I'm going through. It's necessary. It's necessary for me to stop. It's necessary for me to say, hey, my breathing's not too good. Chill myself. Even if I'm in the midst of a full-fledged parenting, I got to listen to my, hey, y'all, I got to chill. I need to, I need to sit down for a second. I don't be chaotic, run around, burn this motherfucker down if you have to. But right now I have to chill. My heart is beating crazy. My breathing's bad. Like I got to chill. I got to know that. I got to know, hey, guys, I'm, I'm feeling the way I'm feeling the way mentally and the way that you guys are speaking to each other and the way that you guys are yelling and the way that you guys are moving is bothering me. It took me to sit back and understand I'm still trying to grieve my daughter, still trying to grieve my aunt, my cousin. My oldest cousin, and I was both of my oldest cousins at that, actually. Friends. I still haven't had an opportunity to grieve, but that's nobody's fault. So I have to remove that when I'm dealing with people because you don't understand that I'm hurt. I can't expect you to care that I'm hurt. I can't. As much as I would love for people to, to understand that my daughter died. And I don't want to hear about celebrity death. And I don't want to talk about celebrity death. I don't want to talk about mass shootings. I don't want to talk about that. My daughter died and I am hurting. And it's affecting me mentally. And if you can't understand that, that's not a you problem. That's a me problem for trying to get you to understand. Because I should see that you don't understand. I'm, I'm an empathetic person by nature. I'm an empath by nature. So whatever you telling to me is, is heavy on me. It's heavy. Because I'm trying to make you feel better. I get on here and I have these sessions. And I'm trying to make you feel. I'm going through it. I miss my daughter. The opportunity that, that I would have to, to just love on this baby was taken away from me. And every couple of weeks, every other month from that point on, it has been death. And it's uh, you hear about this death, you hear about I don't care. I can't. I need time to be able to release this pain I have about lo- losing my child. But I don't know that until I stop and say, bro, what's wrong with you? Why you why do you feel like this? Why are you isolating? Why are your days going like this? And it's because I'm hurt. And nobody seems to understand that. 
I know life goes on. I know I have to go to work. I know I have other kids that I have to parent. I know, I know, I know, but I'm not just sad. There is a chemical imbalance going on that I can't control. Knowing that, taking that deep breath, creating that obstacle allows me to say, it's not on you to understand that. You feel how you feel about what you, what, what, what's going on around you. I shouldn't be mad that you keep telling me about death knowing that I'm trying to grieve my daughter. I shouldn't be mad. You, you don't understand. You don't. Either that or you don't care to understand. And I would rather I would rather feel like you don't understand than anything else, because then that turns into a whole nother mental thing of. All right. Now I really got to get away from you. It's necessary. I don't. I don't know. Like I live. I live by. My mantra, patience, purpose, and order. Like everything happens for a reason. Everything. It'll get there. I'll I'll be able to 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 feel a little bit better about this. Eventually, I think. I don't I mean I never been in this situation. I never lost a child before Kennedy. I don't know how I'm gonna feel next year. I know with it barely being, you know, two years out, I'm miserable. I know as I sit here and and care for babies that would be Kennedy's age, it hurts. But my responsibility is different from my, my goddaughters. So I have to accept this roadblock and, and, and this emotion um, as I'm trying to help them be better people, not try to parent them and not trying to take them as they are my kids because they are not my kids. They are my God babies. And I'm just doing my responsibility and handling my responsibility as a God parent. But I, I, it would be a lie if I say I don't think about Kennedy as I'm helping raise these girls. Right. It took me a while to get there. Took me a while to understand what patience, purpose, and order was. But once I got there, I lived by that. I'm not rushing through anything anymore. When I tell you to keep going, keep moving, keep pressing, your journey is what it's meant to be. I mean that. I'm just moving a little bit different. Yeah. Everything that's on your journey is meant to happen to you. Everything. It's just how you handle it. I'm I'm in no rush to get to the next obstacle. I used to be. Oh my God, I can't. I just, I just, oh, just, just frantic, trying to get through it. Now I'm all right. There's a lesson here that I'm clearly missing. So let me get my folding chair. Let me get my cup of coffee. Let me sit right here on the side of the road and figure it out. Let me figure it out to the best that I can. Even if I, I can't figure out all of it, I got to figure out some of it because I, I, I eventually the coffee going to be done. I'm going to be tired of the sun and I'm going to have to keep on walking. I'm going to have to keep on moving. But it's necessary. Those breaks are necessary. Those moments where you, you, like, you reach a point of exhaustion and you can't do nothing about it. What's happening is you have refused to take that break needed 
to get your mind right. You have refused to take that break necessary to get your strength back. And now your body and your mind is like, all right, bro, we tried. We, we gave you that yawn. We gave you that headache and you still just keep on going and you keep you. You're not you're not listening. So now we about to shut you down. It's been many a days to where like I, to, I'm to the point of exhaustion. And when I mean exhaustion, I mean, like if I blink too long, like it's a wrap. Like I could be sitting right here in your face. And if I blink. Be, I'll be knocked out. I've been there. Not listening to my body, not listening to my mind. Now, understanding that it is important that we allow these obstacles to do what they're supposed to do in our lives. Like, for whatever reason, I just feel like I feel like we are purposely taught backwards. To give, 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 give to everybody but ourselves. I just, I don't know why. I just feel like, like that's just so backwards. Like nobody wanted to to teach people how to be selfish properly. Nobody wanted to teach people how to take care of themselves first. Like every, like think about it. My job as a man is to protect my partner. My partner is supposed to protect the kids. The kids are supposed to protect each other by, by age order. Our animals supposed to protect us. Like, think about it. I think the world would be a lot better if we learned how to love ourselves so that we can teach people how to love us. So that we can we can know, okay, I don't belong right here. I don't belong like like this this person belongs with someone else because they they we don't love the same. We don't think the same, and and by thinking the same, I'm not mean literally because, of course, there has to be some balance. There has to be some form of leadership. There has to be some form of understanding. There has to be some form of nurturing and discipline. There has to be, like, so many things. So balance is necessary. But if we are not on the same page of how to love, of how to discipline, of how to to shop, of how to uh, handle finances, if we are not on the same page of that, it could be very well be we just not meant for each other, Right? That's why I said, what, two podcasts ago, I don't want sex because sex is going to distract me and I'm going to feel like it's the best thing ever. And I'm going to be distracted of these bills, these kids, finances, uh, creative life. Like, no, don't try to distract me. That part is not necessary. Not as it results to you figuring out who you are, and who you want to be. It's just No. But it's imperative that that you take the time to understand the things that are happening to you. Like I'm, um, like in saying in, in saying this, I'm reminded of when I used to run track, and in your mind, you just want to run. What event am I running? All right, let's just go run. But you have to go through conditioning and it's annoying because you have to do skips and you have to do karaoke's and you have to do lunges and you have to stretch and you have to do all those things before you could just run. 
And I never really understood that because, oh, you got to warm up. You got to, fam, I'm just running. What are you talking about? Those obstacles of stretching, of lunges, of walk the straights, run the curves, leg lifts, weight lifting. Those obstacles were necessary. And I learned that because I ran one time, one time I ran without stretching, without warming up. I pulled my hamstring. And because I didn't accept those obstacles, I was in the worst pain of my life for about two, three weeks. All because I didn't listen to the obstacle. I'll never forget that day. I was in, in, in such a rush to move forward that I got left behind. So I say to you again, no matter the darkness, no matter the obstacle, no matter the trials or tribulations that you face, your journey is what it's meant to be. And no matter the darkness, you must get to the light. Yo, thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast. I want you to head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for uh, Poetic Properties merch. Also, you can get Peacefully Flawed apparel and uh, shoes from there created and designed by me. Again, www.peacefullyflawed.com. Don't forget, next Saturday, November 13, 2021, from 6 to 7 p.m. Arizona time, is my birthday and virtual business shower celebration. Please tune in. Um, ways that you can support is donating to my cash app, uh, purchasing something from the site, and or uh, getting something off of my business registry from Amazon. The link will be uh, below the video and audio. Um, also, for that, my gift to you guys is 25% off. Um, some exclusions may apply, but use codes infinitely at checkout, and you'll get 25% off uh, your cart. Again, peacefullyflawed.com. Love you guys. I thank you and appreciate you guys and hope that you're able to tune in next week to celebrate my life and the birth of my business. Peace.